Journey Till podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination. To find the journey in every step of the road, the highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs, it's in that. It's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of his own. Rob Dugan, also known as Seek One, is a contemporary street artist. Please help me welcome Seek One to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Oh my God, I'm excited to talk with you. Um, So you built your name up from essentially creating unique pieces that focus on iconic figures. Tell me how has this career, um, how did it come about? How did this come about that you kind of stumbled? I I don't even know if I should use the word stumble, but we're able to, you know, uh, grow this beautiful gift of yours. Yeah, uh, I think stumbled could be uh, an accurate term. <laughs> um, so basically, I grew up, um, I was very into like photography, uh, film, skateboarding, graffiti, like that whole world where, you know, I was kind of doing a million different things at once. And um, I never really had any formal like art training or any like desire to be a you know, contemporary street artist or, you know, whatever you can consider myself at this point. Um, And it kind of like, I kind of just fell into it almost. And, um, you know, I kind of had a pretty normal uprising where uh, I grew up in a small town in South Jersey. Um, I went to college, I have a business degree. And um, it was kind of after college where I started to, um, I was bored. I had a nine to five and I was just like, this isn't working for me. I I don't operate this way. And um, I started like painting again and doing photography. And I was always in love with graffiti. And I started to like blend these things together. And that's kind of where I started to experiment and um, sort of build a a style. And then I made an Instagram and it just started like going crazy. And, um, you know, you can see I have one of these pieces in the background right now. It's kind of like an iconic style. It's a blend of um, like old newspapers, magazines, uh, graffiti, acrylics, um, photography, and it's kind of its own unique style. So I, I don't really have any formal art training. It's just um, kind of something that I've like, fell into myself, you know. Was there a moment for you that was like your moment, this aha moment where you realize, okay, I'm um, probably climbing to a different level. And if so, can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny you say that because there's definitely like certain moments where you kind of level up, you feel like, but there's that one that kind of pushes you over to like start doing it full time. And that was when I was, I still was working in nine to five. It was like just when I graduated college, I was working in a real estate um, development office and um I started my Instagram and like friends and family and people started buying my art. And then um, it got to the point where I woke up one day and I got a DM from Quavo from the Migos and he hit me up and he, I made a portrait of the three Migos um, and he hit me up and he was like, dude, I love your art. Um, I would love to have these in my house in Atlanta, like so on and so forth. So we went back and forth for a while and I wound up sending them to his house in Atlanta and um it's kind of crazy because like I love the Migos I love hip-hop like that's like it's a lot of reference uh in my work uh if you look at different pieces that I've created so for someone like him like a tastemaker to like really hit me up and be like I like your art I was like all right like I think I have something going here and um it was just cool and at that point I was like making money from it I had you know notoriety from celebrities and you know musicians uh gravitating towards my art and I kind of like 
soon after that, I quit my job and went full time with, um, you know, pursuing an art career. Yeah. And have not looked back ever since then. Exactly. <laughs> but your work has been featured in galleries across the world, from the Hamptons to Dubai, <clears throat> magazines like Forbes and Maxim. Your pieces are owned by top celebrities, athletes and influence influencers, including Scott Disick, Carmelo Anthony, Bradley Beal, and many, many more. Tell me, how does that feel for you? Have you just kind of taken that in and processed that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly like surreal and it's it's really um for me it's humbling and it's 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 you know it's nice to see that people um uh you know from all you know parts of the world are appreciating my art uh whether it's just you know a private collector who likes my art or it's a celebrity or it's an influencer or an athlete um you know it's cool to see that uh that many people have gravitated towards my style and i've kind of built something that um is almost iconic um, and even like, like I've met a lot of these celebrities and athletes and stuff. Like, uh, we had dinner with hot living and Tony Robbins when I was able to gift him the piece. And, um, he's just like a normal person, you know, like everyone is, um, pretty much down to earth. They're, they're very nice. They're, they're very appreciative of the art and, um, they're curious about me and my story. So it's, it's really cool to, um, you know, be able to mingle with people like that. And it all started from, me just messing around experimenting uh with you know photography and art and stuff is there someone that you're you're you know excited to work with or you're looking forward to working with that you have not yet to work with um yeah i, I would say I, i'd like to um kind of segue into the fashion world and um I, i'd really like to partner with like a shoe company um and uh, design shoes or uh even if it was like you know putting my touch on a clothing line uh, with t-shirts, hats, stuff like that. Um, I'm really into like streetwear. I wear a lot of like Amiri, Saint Laurent, uh, stuff like that, uh, off-white. And, you know, those guys are, they, they go through the same process as I do with creating art and, you know, trying to make stuff that is, um, you know, absorbed by the masses almost. Um, and I, I think it's, it's a similar process where I, I could collaborate with, um, you know, a brand like that or someone who's creating clothes like that. And um, we could have a lot of success. What do you think makes you so unique? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I look at things differently. Um, I, I definitely obviously have an eye for um, art and design and stuff like that. Um, I'm dyslexic. And I, I think that is uh, some people think it's a negative thing, but for me, um, I think it kind of has something to do with the way I piece things together. And, um, you know, there's a, my art does look very um, kind of hectic, but there is actually like a, a very uh, distinct process to making those pieces. And um, yeah, I, I think it's just, a, it's an accumulation of different things. Can you give us three tips, three tips you can provide someone who may be watching or listening to us right now, and they're aiming to essentially walk in your footsteps. They want to get started in the industry. What would you suggest for that person to do? Yeah, um, right off the bat, I would say um, don't get caught up in, in any hype or anything on any trends or anything on Instagram. Like if you have a style and you have like a process that you know, you've always liked and done and, you know, with, with your artwork to, to follow that and take it to the furthest extent that you possibly can. Um, and, you know, try and develop your own style because I think, uh, you know, people recognize that and they will, um, 
eventually gravitate towards it because uh, they'll see that you you know you're not just following trends and that you're you're building your own brand. Um, what else could I suggest? I, I would say also, um, I don't know, building a big social media following is good and uh, having like a network of galleries and trying to get into galleries is tough. Um, it's taken me a while uh, when I was first starting out, um, but that's definitely good to have like a core um, kind of base for your brand. Um, having a, a, you know, a digital presence and then uh, a gallery presence definitely helps with people um, kind of validating your brand and stuff like that. And then um, uh, I don't know, also just like be careful who you trust. There's a lot of people out there that are going to try and scam you, going to try and get art from you for free. Um, you just have to, you know, do your due diligence. Uh, you need to run it like a business. Like for me, it's, you know, I do spend a lot of time in my studio creating art, but at the same time, I spend almost just as much time uh, building and uh, creating my business, um, which is a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So you need to be mindful of, uh, you know, both sides of that. Absolutely. What would you say is, has been the most challenging part of your journey so far? Mm, probably just um, constantly coming up with new content and material. Um, you know, I was first uh, recognized as like a pop artist. Uh, so like the piece you see in the background here is Bridget Bardot, it's a portrait. But it, it, I mean, for me, I kind of got to the point where I wasn't really, I'd done so many faces and so many like pop art pieces that I was like, all right, like I want to do something else. Like I'm feeling like burnout. And I started uh, pivoting towards like abstract art, and different types of like collages and building like my own designs and stuff. And that's kind of like something I'm really leaning in toward uh, the last couple of years. And I think people are starting to appreciate that because it's, it's really like making my art so unique that it could never be copied. And it's really like its own thing. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not leaning as much on the photography side of things and imagery. It's kind of like a blend of a lot more. So, um, yeah. What do you do when you aren't feeling your best and you have, you know, the weight of the world in your shoulders? How do you pump yourself up with self-love to prepare and, you know, be able to give yourself creatively through your work to other people? Yeah, it's almost like sometimes you get like writer's block and the best way to overcome that is just to keep writing. It's almost the same thing with um, art um, is just to keep painting uh, revisit old ideas. Um, for me, I collect a lot of coffee table books by artists that I admire. So kind of just reading through them and revisiting um, people who inspire me is is really um, a big thing for giving me creative juice. And if I'm not feeling great one day, you know, it kind of pushes me over the hump and um, gives me inspiration. So stuff like that, maybe sometimes taking a break and traveling. Like right now I'm, I'm down in Florida, but I'll be flying back to my studio tomorrow. And um, just taking some time away can really help clear your mind and see things from a, you know, the big picture and then kind of reset, um, I think is really important. What's next? What are you currently working on? If you can share that. Uh, right now I'm working on a lot of commission work, which are kind of like private things I do with clients where people, uh, they ask me to make paintings for them and we kind of design works together, um, which is kind of a unique process that I, I like to do with a lot of people. So um, if they have a certain wall or a certain subject in mind, we'll design a piece, we'll design the size, like we can do specific colors, stuff like that. So I've been working on a lot of pieces like that recently. Um, and then also I'm working on a, a solo show in New York City, which will 
hopefully be opening uh, this spring with Gallery 23, which is my gallery um, in the Meatpacking District in uh, Manhattan. So it'll be my second solo show in New York City, which I'm very excited about. I'm in New York a lot and um, great energy up there. And uh, I have a lot of collectors in that area. So it, it would be great to host a show and get everyone together and uh, you know release a new body of work. What are your spiritual practices? Do you meditate? Do you vision board? Do you work out consistently? Anything along those lines that you're open to sharing with, with the world? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely work out a lot. Um, I try and go to the gym every morning. I try and basically treat my job like I quit my nine to five job, but this job is like a nine to five than some. So I'm literally working more, but I think going to the gym is definitely one of the most important things. Eating healthy, keeping a clear mind um, is kind of crucial for me to be able to create and run my business and the business side of things. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's definitely really important. Can you finish this sentence? I am a... I am a... Creative. <laughs> Keep it simple, yeah. And a master of... Master of mixed media. Ooh. Who can control my own? Who can control my own um, my own fate? So you can work as much as you want or as little as you want. It's up to you. I love it. Yeah. Uh, your goal. What's what's if you can like click your heels three times in a perfect world? What would that ultimate goal for you look like? Uh, for me, I mean, I would just like to keep scaling. Like, I, I really want to. Um, have more international shows i had my first international show in dubai which was a solo show it was right downtown we had a whole space and that was like one of the coolest experiences um kind of like to reference what we talked about earlier where there's like a, a phase where you feel like you really level up like that was one of those you know points in my career where i was like all right like we're really pushing things to the next level um and i want to keep doing that and i think you know i've got a pretty big footprint domestically in the united states and i'd like to keep growing that um, like I want to do strategic partnerships with, you know, different brands, like I said, clothing, shoes, I think working with like a hotel brand to help design spaces for people, restaurants, stuff like that. So I, I like to think outside the box and bring my art into places that are not just, uh, you know, like a white room gallery, um, but, you know, trying to apply it to almost any other brand, basically. I would like to wrap up with a segment that I call tell and tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. What yeah. is something that you can tell us about yourself that you have not yet shared with the world? A secret, if you will, about you. Hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, something personal about me is that, um, you know, I trying to think like I love to play golf, maybe, which is something I think people wouldn't really assume from like a street artist, a graffiti artist. But uh, it's kind of like a secret hobby of mine that I've been leaning into a lot recently. And uh, I come down to Florida and play golf. I like sneak off. And it's almost like something that helps to like clear my mind. Like we're talking about do, do people meditate? Do you work, uh, work out? You know, do you eat healthy? Like I think for me, golfing is like kind of like one of those sneaky things where it really like relaxes me and you're out in the nature and you just get to like be with yourself. And um, it's, I don't know, it's something that I've really started to enjoy as I gotten older. I love it. That's beautiful. 
If okay. someone wants to follow you on your journey, how can they go about doing that? How can they tune into your world? Yeah, you can follow me um, at Seek One Art on Instagram or SeekOneArt.com if you want to check out my website and Seek One Art on TikTok. I'm starting to get into TikTok. So, yeah, see what happens. How are you liking TikTok? Are you liking it? Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Uh, it's the, it's a different world. Um, you know, I've a lot of my friends are into it and I was like, oh, I don't need TikTok, whatever. And I downloaded it. I caved in. And now Instagram is so heavy with all the reels and stuff. So I have so much content and I was like, why not post it there and, you know, try and capture a new audience and, you know, you get my art out there and uh, it's cool. It's, it's interesting. It's been working. Yeah, well, yeah. Doing what you're doing, what you're doing is working. It's working. It's working. I'm so thankful that you came on the show. Um, I would love to have you back on the show too in the future. So please do come back. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'd love to catch up again. I would love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that is it for this episode of the Journey Told Show. I would love to leave you with words that my father would so often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit.